This episode of Ear Buddies is brought to you by Robin Rihanna Fenty. Singer, songwriter, actress, and fashion designer worth $1.4 billion. Hey, she can spare an ad break or two. It's Rihanna. Gosh, I guess I'm uh, ASAP Rocky. Uh, that would make me Olivia Wilde. <laughs> and this is Ear Buddies. I'm gonna be honest, my man. I don't even know. I don't even understand that reference. What's? I'm well, pal. Uh, don't explain it to me, though. I'll just look it up later. Okay. Well, the army knows. <laughs> How are you, my man? Buddy, I'm doing just great. Uh, another Monday, and that means another mm. podcast from Ear Buddies. Um, <laughs> excited to, to get on, on the mic today and chat a little bit about whatever it is we're going to be chatting about. Yeah, what is it we're going to be chatting about? Well, Matt, today, Matt and Tim are finally going to offer their take on... The Super Bowl Halftime Show. Performed this year by Rihanna. Uh, Matt, was it as time called it? subversively brilliant was it as pitchfork called it sly dominance or was it as newsweek referred to it as boring and a waste of money <laughs> did she fumble her super bowl halftime show wow tim that's uh, that's great that you've got sources and references um that's what we're doing now yep we're, we show our work you know tim i think that it was a good performance. It was a good halftime show. Matt, we're talking about Rihanna, and we're talking about her halftime show, but there's there's a much bigger discussion that needs to happen here beyond just snap takes on the performance itself and even even the artist herself. Uh, mm. We need to plumb the depths here of a philosophical issue that has uh, beguiled listeners of music and lovers of art for for generations for centuries and that is do artists owe us anything at all oh boy tim my yeah. my good buddy uh <laughs> we don't do this as often as perhaps the army would like because Mm. Sometimes we just don't have the bandwidth. But when we start plumbing right. the depths of a philosophical issue that is pertinent to the, the culture at large, that's when we really come alive. That's when we are, are incandescent. Um, and I cannot <laughs> wait to, to chat about this. I'm not, I don't know if we're going to figure it out. I don't know what there is to figure out. But uh, mm -hmm. you're exactly right, Tim. This is... It's about Rihanna, but, uh, I mean, it's about so much more than Rihanna. Right. And the... Why are we even having this talk? Well, it's it's because in the immediate aftermath of Rihanna's halftime performance, there was a lot of chatter out there of people saying it was boring or, you know, that she didn't seem, quote-unquote, into it, right? Mm. For those listening who haven't seen it you know you should maybe even just pause the pod and, and go watch it it's like a 13 minute performance on youtube uh and and get your own sense of this um because it is a different energy than a lot of halftime performances have had lately there were no guest stars right no cameos by uh surprise superstar performers the choreography was relatively uh, spare you know rihanna didn't do a lot of running around and, and all this now we learned later that it's because um she's pregnant again and 
Uh, that was sort of part of the media rollout of the whole performance. And that's all well and good. But uh, she made some really interesting choices as a performer here. What, were, what was your... Uh, what was your take as you watched the show? I know you, you said that you thought it was good, but as you know, as you watched it play out, Matt, and you realized that, like, in terms of dancing or choreography, she was maybe, you know, just sort of like shoulder moves mm-hmm. and leaning one direction or the other and, and things like that. That was kind of the extent of, of the, like, physical activity from Rihanna herself. Now she had a bunch of dancers, but you know what was your what was your take as as you saw it happen? Yeah, so I mean I I say it was good uh, because Tim, you know, you get a, a billionaire celebrity uh, performing for millions of people. Just nice to see that. You know? Uh-huh. I mean, I'm not going to complain. Yeah, yeah. As I was watching her perform, I was sort of thinking about what we're going to talk about on this app. Because yeah, uh, you were exactly right. I mean, not to restate, but it was it was it was not a high energy performance from Rihanna. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. people, Newsweek among them, were were <laughs> very bothered. You know, they they wanted right more. And Rihanna did not. Yeah, they want give them more. They want cartwheels, you know, and they want pyrotechnics, and they certainly they want uh, Drake to show up for for work. Mm-hmm. My take, Matt, as I was watching it was this is one of my favorite Super Bowl performances I've seen in a long time. Uh, Ooh, I like that. Uh, e- expand upon that, if you would, Tim. I, okay, A, A, the, um, the television production of it was incredible. Like, there were, you know, obviously choreographed, like, camera moves and stuff, like mm-hmm. these wild zooms that would take place, and it was a very vertical show. Um, just sort of like the set production and the, and the the camera presentation, I thought was stupendous. But apart from all that, Rihanna just standing on a platform that's going up and down, standing over the uh, the unwashed masses, this billionaire uh, superstar who has so many like genuinely enormous pop songs, mm-hmm. just standing there. Singing a medley of her smash hits, looking at the camera with this sort of like knowing look, like I don't have to do anything for you people, and then and and you know and then doing some some interactive choreography with these dancers. I thought it was like incredibly like dominant and powerful and magnetic. I, I loved it genuinely. I thought it was really really cool. Yeah, it was it was like absolutely like it was extremely cool and re- this is really a, you know, a Rorschach test your mileage may vary, but like I'm I'm of the same mind like she knew what was happening. She knew what she was doing. She knew mm-hmm. how many people were watching. She does not have anything to prove to us. No. <laughs> and she acted like it. And everybody's thinking, oh, you know, maybe maybe she'll shadow drop an album on us after this. Or, or you know, at least announce that she's got new music coming for the first time in, what, like six or eight years it's been since, uh, since her last album. And they're like, no, she doesn't. <laughs> she's just, she puts in her 13 minutes and she... Aces the place. That on to the next thing. That's like that's so that's so cool. That's aspirational. <laughs> it is. It really is. I know that it's, you know, America's biggest stage. And the greatest night of sports uh year after year. But does every Super Bowl halftime performance need to be just maximalist? Must we throw everything at a, at the television screen uh, for it to be deemed 
uh, a good performance, like a, a good production, uh, or can we just, <laughs> or can we just have a really vibey, confident superstar just doing her thing? Can that not be? Can that not be enough? That's my question. The answer, Tim, is no. It is not enough. Absolutely not. Yeah. And here, so here's where we get into the the philosophical deep end. Yeah. In the last several years, let's say, I guess, five, definitely five, maybe ten, mm-hmm. there has been people talk, fans talk about the artists that they are fans of in a modern and and unique way. They say that, uh, you know, let's say, let's use Rihanna as an example. Rihanna is giving something. She's serving. She's mm. keeping us fed, right? We don't, yeah, we don't deserve right. her. We don't deserve Rihanna. This is the language and like the terminology that is used. And I, I don't, this is a, a tulip patch that I'm going to tiptoe carefully through. Uh, because <laughs> I know that, you know, the, the words themselves aren't, aren't mm. the whole deal. But that sort of language... Yeah, of course. That sort of language of, of giving and, and serving uh, is at least interesting, at least to me. Because it, it sort of presupposes, it assumes that we are meant to be given something. And I, I think that that's actually how we, uh, you know, as, a, as the general public and, and fan bases, mm. that is how it seems like we're looking at it, right? As how we're looking at uh, artists and their output and, and their performances, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just this bizarre mix to me of like this slobbering adulation and this completely unearned entitlement hmm. and i don't necessarily know how to how to parse that but do you know what i'm talking about I, you know like i do know what you're talking about i think it bubbles up from this sort of like fandom culture you know mm-hmm. like that that i you're right it's sort of emerged in the last decade or so probably where if you love an artist so much it feels almost like you deserve some sort of reciprocating yes from the artist e- like exactly na, 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 come on. like i have i have made so many fan cams of you rihanna that could you could you please give us a new album and i think it i think it like i i think about it in I don't know, man, like fantasy literature. Like, think about George R.R. R. Martin. There's a guy mm, who... That's a like, good example. Does he, does he owe us? Does he owe us, as fans of his work, his next book in, in the Game of Thrones series? Or or doesn't he? Oh, boy. And, and in the same way, Rihanna is... She's as big as it gets when it comes to, like, R&B stardom. Her resume is incredible. She can trot out 20 songs that are all like insane number ones and then she just stopped is that okay like can she just can an artist just stop (laughs) oh buddy wow yeah we're really we're swimming in it it's tough dude it's because you know it doesn't feel good to say like no we don't deserve anything but i kind of think that's the truth (laughs) like what do we what do we give artists um in return for their art we we listen uh or we consume and you know hopefully most of us are thoughtful consumers and we're enriched by the art Mm -hmm. in some way Mm -hmm. in many cases we pay for the art um but boy howdy matt in the music industry we sure barely pay for art anymore like if you just look at it transactionally Mm -hmm. there's there's just really nothing being sent back in the direction of the artist except, I guess, you know, appreciation and <laughs> and a want for more art. Dude, exactly. Like, we as a, as a public certainly did not directly make Rihanna a billionaire. Like, that's not coming from streams, you know? 
Right. And and certainly. And I think that's exactly right. Like the actual material, um, you know, benefit to an artist if you're listening to their art and consuming their their music and I guess you know merch and going to shows. Yeah. A, it's it's sort of minimal, and B, even if it wasn't, what does that entitle us to? You know? Mm. Yeah. Right. You know what? Okay, here we go. I think it's time to grow up. <laughs> I think it's time that we look at the world as it is and we look at <laughs> commerce and the American dream and we <laughs> and we understand a little more fully that like there's no obligation there on the artist end, right? Like George R. R. Martin simply does not have to write the rest of his series. Yeah. He just doesn't have to. And maybe he doesn't want to. Rihanna, for example, it seems like maybe she doesn't want to anymore. Right? Which is... I don't think she does. There are... You can find, you know, screenshot after screenshot of her, like, going into her Instagram replies. And, you know, it's people, like, saying, Rihanna, next album, when? And she'll just be like, never, thanks to you. Like, she has no no love for her fans and and understands and embraces the fact that that she owes them zilch that is and that is why that performance is cool and that's why she is cool like yeah i mean in again in my opinion like i don't know you know what i think here's an example it's sort of a counter example mm. i think that part of it is that we have artists like Rihanna, but we also have artists like Beyonce. I feel like falling in love. I'm in the mood to fuck something up. Go on. Beyonce serves. She gives us so much. Every her shows. Yes. Every video performance, whatever I've ever seen of her is she is is taking no prisoners she is coming yeah. at 115 degrees just just dying for her fans i guess but like i don't think she's necessarily doing that you know for the fans but that's you know we can quibble about that yeah and we and this is this is sort of what we've somehow i don't know how but we've become, if not accustomed to that, then we somehow do expect it. You know, like mm-hmm. we want her, we want our artists flying through the air on invisible wires. We want them to, you know, rent the lures for their uh, video with their husband Jay Z. We want them to, yep. like put themselves on the altar and sacrifice themselves for us and that's a little heavy-handed but Ugh. not that heavy-handed like we want them we want to see them sweat we want to see them cry we want all of it and Beyonce I guess God bless her she gives us that yeah and so do a lot of other artists but mm-hmm. Rihanna is a great example of someone who's like uh I'm a billionaire <laughs> I've got I'm doing fashion I'm doing makeup I've released however many number one singles. I do not need this anymore. And you got to think, you know, to come back to our guy, George R.R. Martin, uh-huh. uh, surely he does not need the cash. No, of, and, of course not. And, like, writing those last few books is is literally, at this point, like, just a favor to, to his fans. Yes, exactly. So, in, in the case of Beyonce, right, I, I almost suspect... That it's it's sort of this um, perfect harmony of she's doing she's making the art that she loves and that she wants to make and it just so happens to um, indeed be like constantly serving, right? And so that's mm-hmm. you know that is the primo situation if you are uh, in the beehive, right? Can't get much better than that because uh, you're eating good and she's having fun and everybody's having a good time. I can't wait to come out and play. Oh, yeah, you. Come and cut the, cut the, cut the, cut the, baby. While I'm 
But if you are a fan of someone and, you know, the the emotional energy that you are giving to that fandom, you feel ought to be reciprocated by the artist in some way. You're asking for a situation where the artist is like slavishly just creating for not because of any muse they're following or because of any Mm, passion that they feel about the art but because it's a job you're asking for it to be work you know i i honestly think back to like (laughs) like the baroque period matt when um Mm, when when guys like bach and handel and and then you know like many years later like mozart and all these guys needed patrons to survive like they would find rich dudes to let them live in their house and you know sleep till noon and make their music and not have to worry about paying the bills that's good in a sense but it also means that they are literally beholden to the to the wants of their patrons and so they would you know, the these rich patrons would be like, don't make music like that. Please make it like this. Mm-hmm. I am paying you. Don't forget. Yep. Yep. And so they would. Yep. And you lose... In, in doing that, um, the artist loses agency. The artist loses control of uh, just following, following the muse wherever it takes them. That's not good. And... You know, it's nice that we generally live in a world now where artists can can kind of survive um, sure. by by do- doing their thing, and it's also nice that we have like sort of a crowdfunding infrastructure in in things like Patreon and all this too. Like those are those are good things, but it is super important, I think, for the artist to retain complete control oh. of the art that they create, like. That's that's a utopian idea, I think. Yeah, it really. Is. But 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 shouldn't we all strive towards that? Like, no one should want Rihanna to make an album if she doesn't want to make an album. That's not going to be a good album to listen to. That's exactly right. And honestly, the uh, reference to the the patrons in the 16th and 17th century, like that is a really good example, a really good reference point here, because like. Guys, Rihanna is not sleeping on our couch, you know, waiting no. for us to to give her a paycheck for you know her next her next single. And and, and I, you, if you're a real fan, if you're not a fake fan, <laughs> surely, surely, you want what Rihanna wants to make mm-hmm. and what these artists want to make. And like you said, Tim, I I do believe it really seems simpatico with Beyonce and the the Beehive, etc. Like it seems like she's doing what she wants to do and we love it. Yeah. Great. Like that's that's how she operates. It's not how everybody operates. It's not how a lot of people operate. But right. you, you know, we're at the point where you know, we're seeing the artist as like a public servant. Mm. You know? Wow, yeah. And I don't want to say that it's not sustainable because clearly, like, that is what's happening and has been happening for a while. Mm-hmm. But how, how are you going to demand art or even content? Right mm-hmm. from an artist, like what, what need is that going to fulfill in you if you know that you, you know, had your foot on their neck the entire time? Like that's not—it's gross, bro. In the in the age of classical music, it was called pot boiling. Like that's not a term I, I hear anymore. But like creating art for anything other than artistic merit, like essentially to 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 keep the pot boiling, you know, to keep the bills paid. That was, you know, that was literally like a <laughs> a term that people knew. It's like, oh, you don't need to go listen to that because he just wrote that because he needs to pay the bills. Like, mm-hmm. nobody, sh- nobody should want that. That's hack, you know. Like, it is. We, it is. It's the it's the death of art. I mean, kind of. Not to yeah. not to not to get too objectivist. Uh, not to get too Ayn Rand and Tony Stark, but like, it does feel 
like the only the only thing I can I can come down on is artists should serve this great nation at the pleasure of themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is utopian, and I know that's not how it works, and especially you know if you're if you're coming up and that is like it is a well, job, right? It, like it, it's yeah, work, yeah, yeah, whatever. But I don't know when you're at the level of Rihanna. What what does she owe us? We've we've got it we've got it twisted. Right. That all came rushing in when I saw the takes online like Sort of mm-hmm. in there was this like there was this like nasty hour and a half period between the performance itself and the confirmation that she was pregnant again, where people thought she was like literally just sort of like standing around as a middle finger, sort of. <laughs> and and the takes well, were nasty at that time, man. Like pe- people were yes, people yes. were just like, I can't believe why would she why would she accept the you know the job of performing in the Super Bowl if she doesn't want to, and it's like, man, who knows? Pregnancy aside, like sort of you know the physical demands of intense performance aside, I would have been like pretty stoked if she had just stood still for the whole performance. Like that's a statement, and that's one way to do it that nobody else has really tried, and. That says something, I guess. Like I, I think there's there's something really cool about seeing, you know, one of the best to ever do it. Just accept the idea that she doesn't need to keep proving anything to anybody. No, it, well, exactly. And like, honestly, I'll I'll do you one better here. Uh, I wish that she had done that and not been pregnant. Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. Wrong with that? Yes, me too. Why? Me too. Why? Like, nothing. why is she not allowed to do that? Because. That was like the mitigating circumstance that eventually people were like, oh, okay, I get it. it you know oh, what? Oh, yeah. She, okay. Why, why is she not allowed to do that if she wants to do that? You're not getting paid for the Super Bowl, you know that? You never, you don't even get paid. Right. So right. the fact that her pregnancy was sort of the thing that calmed us down... Mm-hmm. Uh, Annoy- that, that, is, that annoyed me. ...is frustrating. Yeah, like, w- g- come on. Anyway, I, I think we need to grow up. I think we need to get it together, be adults about this, and understand our relation in the greater, you know, circle of life and the, the food chain. Like, yes, we are, as a public, we, you know, the Army, you, Tim, me, Maddie, mm-hmm. all of us, uh, we don't really have the right to demand anything, even if we love them so, so much. It, they don't they don't care i mean that's not what it's about i'm sorry that said dear listener of ear buddies uh if if you provide us with just five dollars a month we will do anything for you yeah you can you can pitch episodes you can you can decide <laughs> you can take over the show like willy wonka style yeah 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 Honestly, five bucks a month. Uh, we haven't we haven't launched the Patreon, but like once we do, um, we will do whatever you demand. No questions yep. asked. But we're not we're not artists, you know. We're <laughs> we're businessmen. We we are. Man, this is you know this is <laughs> this is a utility, really. This is not uh, this is not art. This is a public. We are public servants. <laughs> right. That's the difference between us and Rihanna. Keep that in mind. Ear Buddies will continue in a moment. Just get ready for work, 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 work. You see me, I be work, 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 work. You see me, do me, da, 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 da. I saw me by that work, 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 work. Na, 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 na. When you walk out, na, 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 na. Before the table, turn, 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 turn. Beg you something, please. 
This episode of Ear Buddies is, well, it's brought to you by Rihanna. So, Matt, uh, it's it's not common that the artist uh, who we've been discussing for the first half hour of the show um, gets to sort of carry on into the ad break. Yeah, that's, Matt, that's what you can, that's what you get to do when you're worth 1.4B. Well, you're right, Tim. It, it's very uncommon to the point where I don't think it's ever happened before. But, uh... It's thrilling um, t- to me to have Rihanna on board. You know, I mean, I don't know exactly <laughs> what the deal was, uh, who contacted whom, like how many people it had to go through. But I maybe, you know, she probably senses a kindred spirit in, in you and me, Tim. And, uh, uh, and thought, I, I think that's thought right. maybe, you know, this week, just spend a little of that 1.2 on on the buddies and for that rihanna we i want to thank you rihanna we do want to thank you and we um we don't take back a word of what we just said about how cool you are (laughs) and uh how how rich and famous you are and how talented you are we're we don't we stand by everything we've said. That said, do you really need all that money? One and a one and a half billion, Rihanna. You know how is that money go? How is it working for you at this point? You know what I mean? Oh man, it has to be said. It has to be said. When someone of, of Rihanna's level with her bankroll comes to your buddies and again we're a big tent we'll take money from literally anybody and we have um but i don't even know if rihanna knows that this ad spend is coming out of her bank account like surely she does it there's there's too many zeros there's too many zeros and too many commas right yeah she paid she paid seven million dollars for this ad and she doesn't feel it one lick you know that's that's crazy, Maddie and Tim. We're feeling it. Like we're grateful for that. Mm. Yes, we are. Thank you. Thank you again. Uh, but at at some point, isn't there something? Isn't there something we can do? Um, you know, can't we meet in the middle somewhere? Like, can you take? Can you take just some of that money and like? I don't know. Give it back. Like, what should? What? Should, what do we do with it at, at this point? Well, uh, that that's actually kind of my question can you just give it back <laughs> uh, like how does that work like i'm looking here i'm looking now i was i've been saying 1.4 man it's 1.7 that's another 300 million dollars maybe she should just give it back well that tim you raise an important question which is what <laughs> are you going to do with that kind of money like what yeah. Can you do with it? You can't spend it. I know that. I mean, no. I guess you know you're ha- you're having a second kid, so yeah, you got you got to buy some diapers, tuition. Yeah, tuition. You know, like like formula and baby food and stuff. Maybe you never. You know, like those are those are re- those are expenses. Fair enough. So don't give that money back. But heck, man, I don't know what the most expensive thing on Amazon is. Probably only like 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 $50. Like what could you possibly buy? A car? I look, guess you could buy a lot of cars. Look, Tim, here's here's the here's here's the tension. Rihanna is very talented. Yeah. Uh gifted and talented, I would even say. Yeah, definitely. Um and she is I mean she's a mogul. She is That's the right. feminine version of a mogul, whatever that word might be. And <laughs> she's got her her makeup line. She's you know, so there. Oh, hey, that's pretty good, Tim. Thank but you. But she's got her makeup line. She's making jackets for for slim gentlemen in her garage. She's sewing those those elbow <laughs> patches on. She's she's you know mixing up these concoctions and and making sure that it's the right skin tone for people who aren't Scandinavian. I think that's great. Like that's a really good business model. Uh, a lot of yeah. people in the world who aren't Scandinavian. She's got all the tunes, obviously. <laughs> you know, uh, all those tunes, all those tunes. Um, she, 
Yeah, I'm going to say it. She has it all. She has it all. Uh, and yet. And yet. <laughs> she's got all that uh, stuff. And now she's got so many zeros and, and commas. I just think I just think she could give some of it back. Tim, you know, the, the issue, the trap we fall into when we start talking about giving back is I'm sure <laughs> that Rihanna... Uh, has a 501c3 nonprofit foundation. Well, yes, definitely. I was going to, I mean, basically that. I, yeah, I was going to say she's definitely given back in some sort of charitable way, which is great. Yeah. But what, I, what I'm thinking and what, what you may be talking about is give it back to us. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. No, I'm not saying, I'm not saying give back with sort of a capital G, capital B. I'm saying like right. return it. Like, Yes. <laughs> figure yeah. out like figure out who you got the those dollars. Yeah, yeah. Like let them keep the jacket and the makeup. Um but just give them back the money. Like Right. Because you do I think not that would need be, that. I think that would be fine. I hey, get that get that net worth down to like what, man? What feels good? I could do honestly anything below a billion, because that's not a real number. That's a fake number. <laughs> It is. Yeah, honestly, like, frankly, if you wanna, if you wanna say nine hundred ninety nine mil, we'll take it. Not great, but fine. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Rihanna, get it down to like, get it down to like fifty million, and think about. Yes, think about what a feeling that would be. Yeah, yeah. You are. The- you're still. <laughs> you're still very secure. Your your children are secure. Uh, not a care in the world, uh, but not so many zeros, Matt. So many zeros. Get rid of some of them. The thing, Tim, too, and, and this is just my concern that I I'll raise here as Rihanna is <laughs> listening is you're not going to be able to get into heaven if you have that money in your bank account. We all know this is true. Uh. You cannot store up treasure on earth. It will not it will not transfer to heaven. You can't take it with you. Right? Uh, yeah, no. And right. Your your kids do not need that much money. So the Bible says it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to enter heaven. And the Bible was written back when nobody had a billion dollars. Absolutely not. That didn't exist, because again, it's fake. Uh, so I just, I guess, all that being said, all things considered, mm-hmm. are you willing to risk your eternal soul just to have a couple more decimal points and a couple more, a couple more commas? Like... It doesn't seem worth it to me. I don't know. That's me. That's just me. That's just me. This organ music just follows us around. I don't know why it keeps... Uh, you know, but I, I like to pre- preach every now and then. Sometimes... Well, and honestly, Matt, you're... As we said, we're public servants, and what you, what you just did for Rihanna there, it might save a mortal soul. I hope so. I want, I want her to be free. You and I, Tim, we are unburdened by by cash right and by by stocks and bonds and and crypto we fly (laughs) on the wings of eagles and that feeling you cannot buy that feeling um and that's what i want for rihanna an artist who has given us so much uh that's how i can i can sort of repay her for the work she's done give it back give it up spend time with your family you you don't need that Rihanna, just give some of it back. It's Rihanna. Welcome back to Ear Boom! Oh! Oh no, Matt! Oh! It's happening again! Oh no! 
the golden <clears throat> the golden microphone of the excellence in broadcasting network. It is I, El Rushbo. Matt, I'm back. Hello, El Rushbo. I've uh, I can't say I've missed you, but good good to see you. It hurts more every time. It hurts both me and Tim every time I do this. But I have to keep coming back because Matt, I keep telling you, and I keep being right. It's another edition of See, I Told You So. And what what am I right about this time? TikTok, of course. Oh, you know, Rush, I... I had a feeling. I I sensed a, a, (laughs) a chill in the walls, and I... I thought you might be coming back for this. What, what's uh, what's on your mind, buddy? What's what's got your goat, uh, Matt? Um, Tim is, uh, is married, you know. Yeah. And uh, as you and as you and Tim talked about in your TikTok episode, like he he doesn't dig through the app himself, but he is he's conscious of of what's on it because. Uh, his wife scrolls through it with some frequency, right? Mm-hmm. And oh, I'm feeling Tim is fighting. Okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to refer to him now. I'm going to let him refer to himself, <laughs> myself, in the first person. Okay, that might be easier for everybody. I'm go- I'm- <laughs> Rush is Rush is ceding some control back to me. Okay, that's so nice. That, that's good. That feels good. Um. Matt, we we also talked about Miley Cyrus the other day, right? Mm. And uh, how versatile she is, and and how she can kind of take any genre and make it her own. And uh, it was right around the time that her new single "Flowers" was released. We were good, we were gold, kind of dream that can't be so. Flowers, Matt, has been uh, at the top of the Billboard charts for a few weeks now. Um, and it has also been in a, just a whole, at least, you know, in my anecdotal evidence, it's been in a whole lot of TikTok sounds. Mm. Just so, so freaking many of them. And here's what I want to say, man. That song is fine. Yeah, I think that's what we said at the time. It's it's fine. Not her it's a best. Fine song. Not her worst. It's fine. And yet, it is um, it is having a big moment. Like it's a real it's a real success for her uh, in terms of you know commercial status. And I think it's just kind of because like people are just using that sound a lot but why is it because they love the song i don't really think it is Matt. i think it's just because it's just it's just there i'm hearing you say that it's just a sound it's not even a song yes it's just and this is what we spoke about when we talked about uh tiktok that it's it's turning music into just sound instead of uh art or or, or well music and this i think is a really great case study of that like is anyone even really hearing it as music anymore or is it just kind of like the trendy noise at the and and what does that mean like that that means as a result it's a number one hit like what's going on here i guess i just am feeling i'm feeling more um pessimistic about sort of the influence that that app has on the industry by the day it's just it kind of it's warping the charts it's warping people's uh, it, it it's just warping how we absorb art i think what do you am i being an old man yelling at a cloud here no tim it, may i refer to you as tim you may yes. okay so i hate to say it again but i do completely agree <laughs> with you um and See, you, and we you told know, you so. Well, we did tell them so. We told everybody. <laughs> uh, and no one would listen, of course. Um, but that's... I think that's... It's fascinating in a really grim way. Because in my experience, I am used to songs popping off and being big because they're, like, pretty good. Yeah. You know? Like, that's usually... 
how things have yeah or they're having a cultural moment at least you know sure right like you know uh dreams by fleetwood mac was a big one uh because of that guy skateboarding and drinking some ocean spray cranberry juice uh running up that hill by kate bush was a big one because of ear buddies my solo (laughs) app and and stranger things but like i even think about oh what's a good example remember when remember when um we are young by fun was just ubiquitous yes Uh, so that that's like a good tune, right? It's a it's, yeah, a, it's a solid it tune, and it it went nuts at least in part because it was a good tune, and that's something I'm just gonna say and, and cling to and believe. Uh, <laughs> and now it's just like I don't really know what to say, other than that just doesn't f- seem right to me because flowers is fine. <clears throat> But it is mm-hmm. certainly not what it is on the merits of what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I kind of just, I get the sense, and again, it's anecdotal and not not a, not a perfectly formed thought here, but I get the sense that we're not even like hearing it anymore. Like that not, that people don't even really like it. Oh, absolutely. We, I mean, or maybe, or maybe we, we like it, but like, I don't know, do we love it to the point that it's... It's a number one hit for consecutive weeks. I don't really, th- I don't really think so. We're not hearing it. We're not listening to it. Like that's actually true. That's gonna be, you know, that's gonna be my hardline, real sort of, I guess maybe old man thing. But we're we're absolutely mm-hmm. not consciously listening to that song. And that's that's one example. It's a very good example because of the the position that it's in right now. But yeah, it's it's a part. Of the bird, you know, it's a, uh, it's just a sort of decontextualized, broken down version of yeah. what it should be, and I don't even mean that in the sense that you know it's been like uh, sped up or uh, there's just a clip of it being played on TikTok. Although I'm sure that's also true. Like, I just mean yep. that it is not being recognized as a song. And Tim, you know here at ear buddies it's all about the tunes can you gosh it so is how can you call that it's it's tough because i I was like the other the other thing that's really like sort of troubling me is it's always the same 30 seconds of the song do you know what that's so that's so like upsetting to me for some reason i don't know like (laughs) there's there's more to that song than than the second chorus and and so many examples of this, right? Like mm-hmm. that that Steve Lacey song is like another mm. great example, and we talked about this at the time. Yep. That people just know a fragment of the song that seems picked at random sometimes. I, I just am. It's disturbing to me. It, no, it, it is like I don't know about you, Tim. Well, I do know about you, but <laughs> for me, if I hear a little a little snippet of a song even 10 seconds mm-hmm. and, and it it sparks something in me i go listen to yeah. the whole song I, do, I call me old-fashioned but i do i i check out the whole <laughs> thing and i i see what it's about but that is just not yeah. happening it literally isn't and i really don't think a lot of people on tiktok a lot of users have even listened to the whole song and again i know i'm being uh one of those guys but like you know I'm probably right about that. Oh, dude, of course you are. Let me just let me just yell at one more cloud, and that is that <laughs> I saw um, I saw that SZA's Kill Bill was released as a single. On Apple Music, and I clicked on it for whatever reason, and the the single package that that you're encouraged to download is the song Kill Bill and then it's a pitch shifted sped up version of Kill Bill like released on Apple Music that way and that that feels just like a a kind of a violation in a way that is hard to hear do you know what I'm yeah do you know like that's upsetting that 
somebody, some exec was like, okay, we're going to have to also release the version that has been distorted up uh, and has gone viral on TikTok because I guess some people are going to want to like download and listen to it that way in their Apple Music app or their Spotify app. That's that gives me pause. I don't uh, I don't and, know how to encourage you here, Tim. I yeah, that is just that's just bad news. I'm just an old guy. That's just bad news. We're just we're just fuddy duddies, pal. I don't know. But the but it's a culture war is what it is, Matt, and the drive by lamestream media yep. is shoving this down our throat. Dude. It is the drive bys. And there's nothing really else to say about it, and so with that I am going to uh poof out of Tim's body and uh wisp away in an ambiguous direction mm-hmm. that uh that we need not comment on further. That's right. <sighs> Matt, it's like my blood is cold. I need to I need to go warm up. I can't do this anymore. Hey, Tim, it's been a real one. Uh you know <laughs> I'm sorry about everything, I guess. Uh sorry yeah, sorry to the listener that this one was kind of a kind of a a, a grumble fest, but Well, yeah, you know what? Whatever. Let me let me pluck one pearl from this from this decrepit oyster. Uh we always we always try this season to to remain optimistic, and we do. And I think that Rihanna's because um, I mean it, that was sort of a middle finger, which I loved. Uh, her middle finger yeah. to us, to the people listening to her music and and buying it and mm-hmm. wanting more and more from her. That's mm-hmm. great for America, and I that, think yes. I think that that um, I just hope more people do that. I would like the next. Super Bowl to be um, Steely Dan, yeah, performing John Cage's four thirty three. That's right. Like, go, yes, give us what we deserve, and that is all we deserve. <laughs> You're right. It was a victory, I think, for sort of the the joy of of art for art's sake, and no one can take that away from us. That's now right. That, it that feels That's, good. That, that is a good thing. Yep. Talk to you later, pal. Talk to you later, buddy.